0: You Can Handle Anything, episode number 261. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I wanna tell you something really important. You can handle anything. Whether you are feeling annoyed, disappointed, frustrated, worried, afraid, or any other uncomfortable emotion, when you are emotionally equipped, you can confidently handle any stuck spot that you face. How? Because you know exactly what to do, step by step, to get calm and be in control, rather than let your emotions hijack your life. I'm on a mission to teach this to the world, and it's an honor that you have chosen to join me on this journey. Thank you for tuning in today, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners. So here's a question for you. Have you ever had to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody But you avoided it because you were nervous you wouldn't be able to handle it. Or you were nervous because you didn't know what their reaction would be. Or maybe you were nervous because you would hurt them. And instead of having that conversation, you just tried to get by. Or maybe you acted passive aggressively in order to try to hint to them what you were wanting to express to them, but you couldn't. Has this ever happened to you? A lot of people that I've worked with or they've enrolled in my course express that they have this issue, that they don't feel like they have the confidence to be able to have a difficult conversation. And it really bothers them because they want to be the kind of person who can handle difficult conversations. They wanna feel strong and confident and able to handle anything, but they don't have any experience with that and so they believe that they can't. Well, I can say that I used to be that kind of person, I would avoid any kind of difficult conversation or any kind of conflict for the reasons that I already mentioned. You know, I'm a kind person and I don't want to hurt other people or make waves. So I would just avoid them thinking that was the better choice. But I've learned otherwise. I've learned that I can handle uncomfortable conversations. And I've learned that I'm not responsible for other people's feelings. That lesson took me a long time to learn. And I also learned that having difficult conversations isn't so bad and it's not so hard and it actually feels quite empowering when you can do it. And I've also learned that when you do that, it can inspire other people to do the same. So that was a long way of saying, I have a story for you, which I always have for you every single week. And I'll tell you exactly what happened. So one of my kids was looking to work with somebody privately. And I won't say what that work is about because this story involves someone who lives in my community and I certainly don't want to divulge who that person is. So we'll keep it just very general, right? Like it could be anything. It could be working one-on-one with like something educational like a tutor or a private art teacher or a private music teacher or a public speaking coach or even a private exercise coach you get the idea. So about six months ago, I reached out to someone in my community who I know does this specific thing. And that person said she was interested, but the conversation didn't lead to us having a meeting. And I don't fault her at all. I'm just saying that it didn't happen. And then about a month ago, my son asked me again that he really wanted to find someone. So I reached out to her again. And this time she told me that we would meet during the spring break, which just occurred. And when I reached out to her during the break, she told me she was busy and that I should reach out to her again on the Sunday after the spring break. At that point, I really had this gut feeling that she was just too busy. And it could have been actually that she wasn't even interested to work with my son. So I texted her back saying, if you're too busy, I totally get it. And that you should just let me know and I'll look for someone else. And she texted back, okay. So I was kind of surprised by her response, but that's okay. You know, she wasn't obligated to us, and I totally get that she's busy. So what I did next was I wrote a text in the community text group asking if anyone is familiar with someone to help my son, but please don't suggest, and then I wrote the person's name in our community, because she's not available. It was a short and simple text, and within minutes, I was receiving recommendations of other people outside of our community, which was great. But then I received a voice message from this woman, and it was not a pretty one. It went something like, how dare you? How dare you write to the entire community telling them that I'm not available? Who do you think you are sharing my private information with the community? Plus, it's not even true. I am available. I demand that you remove that text immediately. Whoa, (laughs) okay, so if you are a sensitive person like I am, you can probably imagine how my body was responding to that message. My heart started racing a million beats a minute and my hands started shaking. That's how sensitive I can get. So you can imagine the first thing I did, right? The first thing I did was I deleted the message, obviously. That was like my automatic instinctual response. And then my gut reaction was just to immediately leave her a voice message and profusely apologize for hurting her feelings. But I didn't do that, at least not at first, and that's because I was feeling stuck. And I know that when you're stuck, making decisions is like not not a good thing to do when you're stuck, and so I didn't. Instead, I got myself unstuck using the unstuck method, which I'm not gonna go into detail about right now, because what I'd like to focus on is sharing with you what I did next, and that is I got clear. So after I got unstuck, I used my second tool, the clear way, so that I could be the person that I wanted to be when I would have that conversation. Now remember, I already got myself unstuck, so I was already sitting down and I had already taken a stop and gone through that whole process. But what I did now anyway was I took a few more deep breaths in order to get my head out of the future in terms of like, you know, knowing how she was gonna respond. And I just sat with my breath for a few moments. And then I looked at what I was feeling in that moment, right? I was feeling worried. Like I knew, however I was gonna respond wasn't gonna go well. But I lightened that thought to, actually the conversation might go fine. Because the truth is, I don't really know how the conversation is gonna go. Maybe she was just stuck, you know. but once she heard from me, maybe she'd be in a different place. So lightening my thoughts definitely helped me move forward. Then I uncovered my expectations. That is, what was it that I wanted or hoped for, right? I wanted her to understand that I didn't have any bad intentions and that all I was doing was looking for a teacher for my son. But I accepted the possibility that she wouldn't be able to hear that because perhaps she would still be stuck when I would leave that message. So I accepted that in advance, not because I didn't want that to happen, but rather because I didn't want to get stuck if it would. I hoped for the best, but I accepted the worst. So the last thing I did was I decided who it is I wanted to be. It's a question we don't ask ourselves often, but it's probably one of the most important questions we can ask ourselves in any given moment. Who do I want to be, right? Do I want to be nervous? Do I want to be apologetic? Do I want to be scared? Or do I want to be confident? Do I want to be truthful? Do I want to be articulate, kind, respectful? There are so many ways we can be in the world. In fact, there are endless ways. But the truth is, unless we're really being deliberate, most of the time, we're not showing up as the ways we want to be. So getting clear really reminds you not to forget to do that. So anyway, I committed to being calm, honest, and apologetic. Now I'll tell you what happened, but I just want to take a moment and talk about being apologetic. I am very conscious regarding when I use the words, I'm sorry, and I do my best not to overuse those words. I don't want to be the kind of person that apologizes for everything. And I don't want to be the kind of person who apologizes if someone got hurt by something I said or did, and the getting hurt wasn't my responsibility, which I feel like happens a lot in my life and I will expound upon that in a future episode. But for now, I just want to articulate that when I choose to be apologetic, I'm doing that intentionally. So what happened was I returned the voice message. I was calm and I spoke calmly. I did not sound at all like I was nervous or afraid to speak. I apologized for revealing to the community that she wasn't available And I explained honestly that I did that only because I didn't want people responding back to me recommending her. I explained that I was just trying to avoid all of those unnecessary messages and that I had no bad intentions at all. And of course, I told her that I deleted the message and I told her that I wished it would have worked out for us, but it doesn't seem like it will and that my plan was to search for someone else. That's it. I was confident, intentional, and calm. And I really felt empowered in that moment very different than the person that I used to be and then she heard the message and she responded back thanking me for deleting the message and also for apologizing and then guess what she asked me if we were available on Monday to meet (laughs) and my son was available so we set a time to have an initial consultation which we did And it went very well, aside from the fact that she told me that my son really needed something different than what she offers, and she said that mainly because she saw that he has a gift and great potential to bring this gift to the world. And so she offered other suggestions for us. And of course, for that, I was really grateful. And that was it. It was quite simple and easy. And while, yes, this technically wasn't a conversation, it was more of like voice messages going back and forth, it was more or less like a conversation, and I'm counting it as one. So having difficult conversations can be uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean you have to avoid them. In my opinion, it just means you have to get unstuck from whatever is holding you back from having that conversation, and then get clear so that you're mentally prepared to have it. And of course, I teach all of this in my course, and which is empowering people to break out of their shells and start showing up as the people they really want to be, which is so inspiring to witness. And so what I'd like to leave you with today is to let you know that I am going to be offering a free webinar in the next week or two, and I would love for you to join me. It's gonna be live, so it'll be an opportunity for us to meet and for you to ask me any questions that you might have regarding being able to handle things in your life. The name of the webinar is You Can Handle Anything Even When Sometimes You Think You Can't, and it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to be sending out an email to those people who subscribe to my newsletter in the coming days. So if you're interested to join me on the live webinar, Be sure you head over to my website, shiragura.com, and leave me your name and email so that you'll be sure to receive the information as soon as I send it out. It's going to be great, and at the end of the webinar, I created a very special offer for those who join, so I really hope you join me. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and remember, you can handle anything. If you liked what you heard on this episode, you have to check out my online course, Emotionally Equipped for Life. Because while you may love listening to this podcast, the real value comes when you learn the exact skills, tools, and framework that I use in my life and start to apply that to your life so that you can empower yourself to feel in control and be able to handle anything. Head over to my website to sign up for the waitlist, shiragora.com forward slash the course. If you liked what you heard on this episode, you have to check out my online course, Emotionally Equipped for Life. Because while you may love listening to this podcast, the real value comes when you learn the exact skills, tools, and framework that I use in my life and start to apply that to your life so that you can empower yourself to feel in control and be able to handle anything. Head over to my website to sign up for the waitlist shiragura.com forward slash the course.